interrupting all programs. Well, 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 happy holidays, everybody, and welcome back to Sip, Smoke, and Savor, show number 22. We are live today from McCoy's Fine Cigars, downtown Houston, Texas, 900 Capitol Street. Um, it's got a nice, cozy lounge it here. It does, and, and Ian, this is my cigar store, because I live downtown. So I this know, is, I know. This is my shop, so it's uh, it's it's super fun to be here, and uh, we are uh, going to be talking about, they've already recommended some great Smokes. I'm really excited about what we're going to be uh, sampling on the show today. You want to you want to talk about yours? What you're going to? Well, sample? I picked out. You know, we got a whole humidor there under our fingertips, yes. so to speak. So I picked out a uh, uh, Casada Holiday Keg. Yeah, now this is a brand new release, right? It's a brand new release. So, so we we were here actually just hanging out one day, you and I, and we enjoyed the Casada Oktoberfest yes. line, which is what yes. they release in like August September right. uh, for the uh, for the fall. This though is a brand new release this for new. Just uh, for the December holidays, so that's awesome. Uh, I am going to be trying a my father Flor de las Antillas Maduro, which is brand new. That looks this beautiful. This cigar has been out for a while, but the Maduro just hit the shelves. In fact, I believe I pulled the first one out of its box that's in the humidor. Nice. So, you get to pull a little uh, silk yeah. out of there. So uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm really <laughs> excited about it. So uh, so what a week we have had. Um, I want to uh, thank everyone. Our show uh, last week, show number 21, which we had a lot of fun with, uh, the Jump the Shark, has Crafter yes. Jump the Shark. Uh, that has been our most downloaded and listened to show so far. So, uh, very well, with a title about. like yeah, that, it's you know, to... You're right. We had a good title. Uh, so uh, uh, we, we need to just come up with fake titles for the show. Right. And then, you know, and, and people will be, you know, Ian... Ian's Ballet Extravaganza. You know, there's something... Right. You know, show number 25, Rubber Duckies and Duct Tape. See, there you go. Uh, I think that'll work. So, anyway, we're glad to have you uh, listening to the show. We uh, are excited about uh, some of the sampling we're going to be doing uh, on the program today. Uh, we will be sampling, and I'm really... I, I, I got this and brought it in with you in mind, Ian. Uh, the Brazos Valley Brewing Company's Big Spoon... Tres Leches Stout. That looks fun. Does that sound uh, good? Yeah, that now, Milk really Stout good. obviously is, is uh, as a category, uh, is getting bigger and bigger. Yes. But yes. Tres Leches, the, the, come on, that's my favorite dessert. That's Yeah, so. that's got to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, so that should be good. And then you brought in a uh, barley wine, did you not? I did. I brought in the uh, fifth anniversary no-label barley wine. I love no-label. Looking forward, by the way, I believe... We will have them on the show in January. We're working on that. Awesome. So, uh, so looking forward to that. So, so we got all of that coming. There's a lot of a uh, lot of great things to talk about today. And of course, we're going to have uh, Brad from McCoy's will be joining us uh, and talking cigars and talking holiday cigars and whatever whatever other cigar stuff we can get him to talk about. That guy's so. a riot. He's passionate about cigars, and I also find I'm not sure exactly what his favorite kinds of cigars are because he just talks about all of them. Well, I asked him when I uh, first came in. So, what do you think we should smoke today? He goes. Oh, I don't know. He goes, I usually just go in the humidor and grab something. So, <laughs> that must so, be nice. I uh, love that. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll be talking cigars with him. And, uh, oh, there's a great story, a uh, great cigar news story that I will share with you. Uh, Chad Ochocinco, the wide receiver, he actually goes by Chad Johnson now, but he legally changed his name to Ochocinco, which was Spanish for his jersey number. Yep. And he was a wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals and for the New England Patriots. Uh, he's giving a lecture in uh, Florida at the University of Florida, and during the lecture in the classroom, just lights up and starts smoking a cigar. That's so I have, awesome. I have that story for you. Yeah, I <laughs> thought that was just great. I have that story for you. Plus, uh, the devil and craft beer. The devil and craft beer. Yes. 
So intriguing. That. Yes, it's a, it's a You make that sound so mysterious. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Plus, uh, do you think that uh, the legalization of pot, which is now legal in uh, more and more states, will this slow craft beer consumption? We have some facts and figures for you uh, coming up on that. So that, we have that to look forward to. That's so, pretty interesting. Now, usually about now is when I ask if you've smoked anything interesting this week, but we're, we're going to confine our cigar thoughts to the uh, ones that we're smoking. Uh, That's right. That'll be a here. second we'll, segment we'll light item. Up in the second segment. So, uh, so I guess I should ask you, did you have anything interesting uh, happened this week. I had a couple of items, but wanted to see how your week was because I haven't caught up oh, with you. No, pretty good. Uh, uneventful for the most part. Pretty good. I actually took a few days off uh, last weekend, which I generally don't do. I'll sit around and work in my workshop or do whatever, but I took Friday and Saturday and I did almost nothing that of any so real note and I felt so pretty great. good about it. <laughs> I'm actually going to be doing that on Christmas Day. What's interesting is all of the family obligations seem to have fallen into the just before Christmas Day or the day after, uh, because you know the uh, stepsons have got you know other you know, girlfriends' families, different stuff. W- once everybody kind of gets their you know things locked in, it just turns out like we have nothing on Christmas Day that has to happen. I told my wife, staycation, Netflix. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, frozen pizza <laughs> and uh, you know some nice brews. Have a cigar on the balcony. This is this is the kind of day I will really look forward that, to. So. That doesn't seem bad at uh, all. Yeah. So I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you, I, I, you know I had a midday cigar both days, and I uh, again I, I, no guilt whatsoever. So. <laughs> I love it. It's when you have the early morning beer that you have to deal with a little <laughs> right. of the guilt, but not too much. Well, you know I've said it before. Yeah, and I totally stole this phrase. By the way, if you don't start early, you can't drink all day. That's right, and that's how we feel about it. So <laughs> we'll 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 adopt that as a mantra. We don't we don't have to have come up with it. So uh, I was also thinking, it, yeah. uh, and just a little uh, teaser for next mm-hmm. week. I was thinking about doing a pipe special. Yes, we talked about this. It would be perfect for the holidays. For you know, yes. Christmas time, you think of Santa Claus and the pipe. And, yeah, yeah. And it's just you know that sort of sitting around the fire, smoking yes. the pipe. And now I'm going to tell you, uh, as much as I love cigars and and um, I've never smoked a pipe before. Well, that's so you're going to have to walk me through this because we're going to do a pipe a pipe smoking 101. Oh, perfect! The perfect. way the way I do it. There's a million different ways to do it, but part of it is the ceremony of it. You know, you sit around and do this whole thing where you fill the pipe and you tamp right. it, and you light it, and you tamp it's, it, and you relight it. It's just a wonderful right? thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like when you barbecue. Man gathers around fire. Right. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Truth. Well, and building the fire for the barbecue. That's my favorite like that's activity right. of grilling. That's I right. like it better than the food prep. I like building. the <laughs> fire are you kidding me <laughs> there's a comedian that says you know men like to grill because men will only cook when there's danger involved <laughs> yeah, <right. you> know? <laughs> that's pretty nice so i guess that's true um i wanted to tell you uh, briefly last night uh, i had an interesting experience that i wanted to uh, share with you uh, um i had been invited i had been invited to buy a really expensive ticket to a um, charity event that specs which is the uh uh, we've had guests from Specs on. They're the big liquor store chain in Texas that have fine spirits and the wines. And we've had um, their guests on before. And by the way, we're going to be having their cigar guy on. That's nice. And just just aside, anybody who's yeah. from out of town listening to this show, if you come to Houston, make sure you stop oh. at the downtown Specs. Oh, it's it's like you, it's like Disneyland. For you big will kids. walk in and you will look like a tourist in New York. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. So every year they throw a big gala, uh, and uh, because my company does a lot of business. Uh, with them, apart from what this show is, um, 
we generally will buy uh, a ticket to their big uh, charity gala every year and go. Normally, it's something my business partner does. But this year, he's like, why don't you take your wife and go? So went last night. That's, you know, that's it, terrible. You yeah, had to twist yeah, your arm into night. it. Yeah, well, I had to get dressed up, but, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> it was a tie uh, involved. Yeah, there, yeah, no, I did not wear a tie. But I did wear a nice tux jacket. <laughs> okay. though, so it was dressing. So anyway, show up having some great bubbly and some amazing spirits and then we sit down at the table and they kind of assign you to tables um so sitting there and i start talking to the uh, a couple of the other guys that are at the table and this is just so random um start talking about what we do and so i'm telling them about the company and about the show and um how uh, and we're, we're talking about spirits and these guys are with a distributorship it was one i was not familiar with uh so I I asked you know what they you know what products they distribute they say a few things that I'm not really familiar with and then but they have a couple of tequilas, so I begin telling the story of getting the Skelly mm-hmm. tequila which came in the Day of the Dead bottle right, right. that we reviewed about five or six shows ago and how I was so worried because the bottle was so cool that the tequila was going to suck <laughs> and right. then and then how when we opened it we were like. This, this is great, is, and it's, it's now amazing, yeah. it's now my personal favorite tequila. They they just lit up like Christmas trees. They distribute the Skelly they tequila. They distribute the Skelly. Yes. That's so they awesome. were so they were all excited that we were that passionate about it. And the Skelly is uh, they're going to be uh, releasing a new bottle and some different uh, collector things that go with it. So uh, so I made them promise to be on the show, and we'll probably have them within the next month or so. Nice. That's uh, not, that's pretty show. exciting. And they distribute a lot of other things too. A number of uh, of uh, um, uh, single malts and some other things. So it should be a lot of fun that to like have those guys on the show. But yeah, I just couldn't believe it. I'm telling them about this tequila. <laughs> and I go, and now it's my favorite. And they're like, that's our tequila. That's our tequila. <laughs> I loved it. So uh, so that was that was a great experience. But I enjoyed that, even though we snuck out a little early. But you know, oh, yeah. yeah, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Isn't that called the Irish goodbye. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> I think that's absolutely right. It's where you go outside and pretend you're getting another glass of wine. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No, it was a great event. They had uh, uh, members of the Houston Symphony were there, and it, it was uh, you know performing, and it was great. Nice. Yeah, it was it was really nice. Uh, Specs does it upright, and that's a great. And event. did they hold? Did they hold that at the Specs? No, they had. It was at the uh, Radisson. Uh, uh, Radisson. No, oh, one of the, the ballrooms there. Uh, the uh, I'll think of which hotel it was, but yeah, it was in one of the ballrooms at one of the hotels in the Galleria area. So. Okay, so uh, uh, just a funny aside because we use the word ballroom. Duluth Trading Company has a whole line of pants for men mm-hmm. that are called ballroom pants ballroom. I have but it doesn't seen, mean the same thing yeah, yes i have actually seen the i don't know why that's online. so funny to me <laughs> because things like that are just funny <laughs> that's, that's funny. why <laughs> well you are listening to sip smoke and savor we're excited to be live uh from mccoy's fine cigars this is my like hometown cigar shop so i'm i'm really psyched to be here and uh, and be able to do the show from here and uh coming up next we'll uh, light up these cigars we've chosen and brad from mccoy's will join us to talk cigars it's all a part of sip smoke and savor uh find us uh on facebook at facebook.com slash sip smoke and savor all one word and uh, of course find us at radio brave and on uh, soundcloud as well we'll be right back tell me about your gates we you think that you need it and just a little friend come on let me cook for you baby that's cause i'm cleaning too i love it like i know you forever i just need you to make some Just 
Welcome back. It's Sip, Smoke, and Savor, the uh, show that's all about uh, craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. We are broadcasting live today, or recording live at McCoy's Fine Cigars at 900 Capitol Street, downtown Houston. This is my home cigar shop, and hey, no fair, you're lighting up while I'm... uh, uh, doing this segment intro. You're doing a lot of talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's your turn. Uh, You're doing no, a lot of talking. No, we got so. uh, we got Brad from McCoy's Fine Cigars. Brad, I was uh, um, <laughs> I was uh, looking on the uh, on the internet because I couldn't remember the exact street address, and I, w- I was on one of those sites where they get to rate uh, the rate the cigar store. Um, so uh, this is what I found. There were like five entries in a row where they talked about how. Um, how cool the staff was here, how they came in, you helped them find something that they love. And then there was one where the guy goes, came in, guy had an attitude, I left. And I thought, that's him. That's, a, <laughs> that's totally that you. Could be me. I don't know. So, uh, <laughs> if they were being nice to it, it was probably my, that, well, my well, buddy Steve that was helping them otherwise. You that's know. right, <laughs> otherwise. So, hey, uh, uh, Brad, welcome to the show. It's, uh, it's, first of all, thanks for letting us uh, do the show here. We, we love this place, and, and uh, so, it's, so it's awesome to get to – kind of come feel at home here so certainly certainly awesome awesome so tell us uh mccoy's has been in business since, since when since 1987 my, wow my father-in-law opened it up in uh the tunnels oh back i guess it was october of 87 when he opened it up so it was originally in the uh, tunnels it was it was uh i came to work for him in 98 uh so I could get married, honestly. <laughs> I was da- I was dating his daughter and didn't want to didn't want to you know miss my own wedding because I was a truck driver prior to this. So, uh, so he needed somebody to fill in. I needed a spot to be at, so I didn't miss my wedding. So, and well, the rest is history. Here I am, all these years later. I, like I said, I started uh, January first of '98 or well second because I was too hungover. On were the first, you a cigar but, smoker prior to that? Uh, honestly, yeah, I had just started learning cigars. Um, I was driving for a little. Uh, local trucking company up in Louisville, Kentucky, where my wife and I were living, and uh, and uh, shamefully enough, but I had a pack of backwoods in my front pocket, <laughs> and my my safety man came up to me while I was I was hauling liquid oxygen for a living at the time, and uh, he came up to me and looked at me and looked at my pocket and he said, "When you get done there, I need to see you in my office." And I thought, "Oh boy, what do I do now? You know, I'm always in trouble for something." <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> And so I come in his office after I get done, and he looked at me, and he said, let me tell you something. Them ain't real cigars. (laughs) (laughs) And he opened his humidor, and he said, now, if you're going to smoke a cigar, let me give you something. So he gave me a uh, Puros Indios um, and a Partagas Limited Reserve. Yeah, I remember the Puros Indios, the green label, the green band. Yes, yes. And... I was like, well, I'll try them out. Why you, not? You were not in trouble for what you thought you were in trouble for. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, I was, uh, at the time I was only, like I said, dating my, my now wife, but uh, her daddy owned a cigar shop, and I came home. I was like, wow, my safety man, you know, called me in. I thought I was in trouble, but he gave me cigars, which I was kind of, <laughs> you know, shocked by. Uh, normally I'm in more trouble than that, but uh, he, you know, gave me those, and she called her daddy and said, hey, daddy, what are these all about? You know, so he said, wow, your safety guy really likes you because those yeah. are nice cigars, you know. <laughs> See, there you go. I think the uh, Partagas Limited Reserve that I smoked, uh, God, I think back then it was 1875 a stick. So I was I was flabbergasted. Wow. Then that's a lot for a cigar. Yeah, you're talking yeah. yeah, you talk 97, so yeah, that was a while back ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was a little flabbergasted by it. I was like, wow, you must I mustn't be all right, I guess. So <laughs> I tried them out, and I thought, wow, man, I, I really kind of like this. So, <laughs> nice. 
And, you know, her dad said, hey, enjoy them, see what you think. And, you know, I do happen to own a cigar shop, so whoever's sitting around will smoke a cigar. So I started then driving up and down the road, and whenever I seen a, a spot where I could stop and grab a cigar, I'd stop and grab a cigar and smoke cigars driving up and down the road. Don't tell nobody I was doing that while driving yes, liquid oxygen, though. Yeah, no, no one's going to hear this, don't worry. <laughs> all you out there, don't hear this. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's where it all began for me. Right. And then uh, we were moving back to Houston. And like I said, he needed somebody to fill in a spot, and I needed a spot to be for a few months, and well, the rest is history. Yeah. Now I I, I crack up because you this is the third location, is that right? It is. Okay. It is. So at the second location, you were diagonal across the street, right? Yeah. Catacorn from here, a, kind of. Yeah, block and a block. Half. Okay. So I walked into that shop one day and met you. This was a couple years ago, and uh, we got into a conversation. And I don't remember what all it was about, but I remember leaving the shop thinking to myself, "That's a pretty cool place." Yeah. And then uh, about a year ago, my wife, she worked uh, downtown here, and she wandered into the shop and talked to you apparently and said, I want something special for my husband. And you picked out a cigar that I smoke, actually smoked on my wedding night. Wow. Um, and, uh, Hopefully she, I did she, a good job. It was a 45th anniversary uh, Padron. Uh, that's, well, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, to go wrong. and it was so funny because, you know, like uh, a week after she gave it to me, she goes, did you smoke that cigar? How was it? I was like. That's a special occasion cigar. <laughs> so I actually saved that one for wedding night. That was nice. Nice. Well, at least I picked you a good cigar. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That forty fifth Family Reserve. That's that's one of my favorite. Cigars. So good. So In my good. opinion, arguably one of the best cigars on the planet. I don't. I don't think there's many cigars that hold a candle. To now it you personally. pointed this one I'm smoking uh, right now is the uh, Quesada Holiday Keg. You pointed this out to me, and I've just lit it. What do you think so far? Uh, initial light, it's very, very tobacco-y and very smoky. I'm really enjoying in it In a good so way, far. though, right? Yeah, it's yeah, very not, much not in a good a, way. Because sometimes you light something up and it's too tobacco-y at first. It's, it's no, no, not this a, is not a great experience. It's, it's traditionally tobacco-y, not trashy mm -hmm. tobacco-y. It's mm -hmm. really right. nice. And it, lights up, and it didn't light up harsh or anything like that. It just has a really nice smoky flavor. I'm waiting to see where it develops. I think I'm getting a little bit of pepper and chocolate in it right now. I, I I can't complain with anything they do. Like y'all was talking about, you know they they did the Oktoberfest and with, stuff, and we, we that's went a, to that. That's a that's a you had here. Fantastic smoke. Oh man, and, I bought a handful of those when when we were here for that event. And when I got down to the last couple, you know, it was like, no, no, I'm saving no. that. I'm saving that. They're so good. So I'm going to be restocking. Well, I bought a they, box of those when I was here. Yeah. When they were here for that event, they told me and that these were going to come out for the holidays they do uh first time they've done a holiday keg they normally so, do yeah. a keg during uh st patrick's day and they'll do a st patrick's day release oh, where okay right yeah. uh they put a big clover leaf on the box and or well, it comes in a barrel which is why they call it the keg right, right. Mm -hmm. but it's pretty cool looking. Uh, so that's what that's what it is instead of a box if you don't buy a box you buy a barrel correct that little uh, barrel you see in there and uh, you know they come in 10 count barrels so they're easy to buy easy to have and we'll put a know, photo of that on the facebook that? page yeah, we'll, by the way we'll take a picture of that what is that what does that uh, barrel sell for uh well i'll give you 10 percent. so it's 72 bucks they're eight dollars <laughs> a stick so yeah, nice, 72 nice. bucks for a barrel of them it's 10 smokes so and, and great cigars and i was so impressed with their original keg released for the last two years you know they're very limited you can only get a handful at a time or you know uh the guys seem to take good care of me so they they give me pretty much all i want which is nice but when they told me these were coming out I was like give me 10 of them right now i, I gotta see you know and right. uh, i've only got a couple kegs left so now when you get something like uh oktoberfest or, or this uh, special uh holiday keg 
uh, do you only get to order those once? Is that how that works? Correct. You you kind of figure out how much you want for your Correct. season, and then and then you order and hope you hope you were right. Right? Yes. Well, just <laughs> like go. with the Oktoberfest, you know, I go, we go to our annual trade show, and it's you got to order what you need for the year because right. it is it, they release it in july you get it either late july early august and then you you get the first half of it and then right around the event they'll send you the second half of it so i try to make sure i order 50 60 plus boxes because i know i'm going to need them all year long right so right. i like to have a good stockpile of them yeah well. never mind it's one of my favorite cigars as well yeah. so. <laughs> uh well now you pointed me towards uh, something you said was brand new and uh so i have just lit up the my father uh flor de las antillas maduro and the the maduro is the part that's new because this was only available in the natural wrapper before is that Correct. right all right so how when you say new it looked like i took the first cigar out of the box did. So. i've had them on the shelf for a day or two wow uh, so i'd be interested with your opinion on it because well, i haven't i haven't had one yet yeah so. i was gonna ask so uh, you haven't sampled one well then, i so. usually when i bring them in i don't really like putting cigars on the shelf fresh off the truck for mm-hmm. a magnitude of reasons it, uh, if they're hot coming in off of a summer truck, then you light it, it explodes. If, if it's real super cold and you light it, well, it splits on you. Right. So I like to bring them in, set them, on the, set them up top. I won't even put them – I'm not going to let my customers buy a cigar that I know is going to explode up on them. Right, yeah. right. So I let them rest back. a little bit. So I let them rest for a couple of days, and then after that, I'll put them out on the shelf. So I just put them out on the shelf. So wow. Uh, so yeah, I think well, you've got the first one out of the the initial. Size. Yep, the initial light, and I'm about you know maybe quarter to half inch in on it. And the initial light, um, I didn't get much actually on the first few puffs, and now I'm starting to get some complexity and some uh, uh, some leather maybe some uh, uh, some pepper for sure. Yeah, uh, and I I like cigars that'll go peppery early on you because sometimes I find that I enjoy the last half of a cigar a lot more than I enjoy the, fir- the first half. When it develops a yeah. little more. And, uh, and so I like when you start getting some real you know, noticeable flavor early on, and it appears that that's what this is doing. So I'm a big Maduro fan anyway. So right. if I had if walked in and, and saw this in a natural and a Maduro side by side, I'm always going to go Maduro. Same uh, here. I've just, Same here. That or you know, like the, uh, the sun-grown wrappers or the Habana 2000s, right. or those kind of wrappers are the ones that I, that I have a tendency to like the best. We are uh, downtown Houston. We're at McCoy's Fine Cigars, uh, which is a great, uh, and when I say small shop, I mean that in like the best possible way. It's not this big, sprawling, you know, uh, warehouse O cigars. Although I will say the humidor is like almost, almost half the size. Maybe it's a third of the size of the whole uh, of the whole uh, place. So the uh, the there's quite a, quite a good selection. Uh, but there's a nice, comfortable space to smoke, and uh, it's awesome. We want to ask you some more questions about McCoys, uh, also about what. Um, what cigars you're enjoying uh, these days and what you're recommending to people for the holiday season. And uh, then we also want to have you uh, sample some beers and some uh, spirits That's with us. That's a so, must. Whenever you yes. come on the show, you have, yes. to, you have to sample our beers and spirits. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, we try. We try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Sip, Smoke, and Savor. Uh, we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash Sip, Smoke, and Savor. And we will post a uh, photo of that uh, keg, by the way. Um, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be right back.
You are listening to Sip, Smoke, and Savor, Fine Spirits, Craft Beer, and Fine Cigars. And speaking of Fine Cigars, we're at a place that's got a lot of them. Um, uh, this is, uh, I was thinking about this, actually. Uh, we're at McCoy's Fine Cigars downtown Houston. I was thinking about this when I was watching uh, uh, The Walking Dead a few weeks ago because uh, uh, one of the characters, Abraham, was a cigar lover. And I thought, uh, you know, it, in the zombie apocalypse, like, Everybody would be like, okay, I'll, I'll see if I can find some canned goods over here. And I'll be like, okay, I'll meet you guys over here later. I got to go to the cigar shop. Well, now now that we know he's got good, strong, hurricane-proof glasses we talked about on the break, yes. we're, we're coming here we're for coming the zombie here. Yeah. I'll bring guns. We can all camp I, out we'll here. We'll be loaded for bear. You're good. We'll be loaded for bear. <laughs> I'll carry my safe down. We'll, I, trust me, we'll be in good shape for at least a minute. So, yeah, we were talking about that during the break, that you've got hurricane-proof glass, which totally makes sense because otherwise – you're eventually going to replace it, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And so that uh, that makes total sense. So now sense. how long have you been in this location here? Because this is, again, this is the third location. So you had a much smaller shop that was about a block away, you said. Uh, we moved here April, I think it was April of 13. So three and a half, almost four years. And you Coming expanded your humidor substantially. I did. I, we had a, I, I guess our old humidor at the other shop was about, 200 250 square feet this one's about 425 so nice yeah little little, little about double i guess yeah so, that's nice. great uh went from oh i guess 350 facings of cigars to i think our last count the other day was 687 fantastic so, uh, and you've got the big screen tv and a number of these really comfortable and when i say really comfortable i've sat in these for Quite a while. Really comfortable. Yeah, we can't chairs. we can't do the show from those no. chairs because we would just be sleeping. <laughs> they're they're super comfortable, but this, it's a nice lounge area. Tell me, uh, what do you have to do to figure out how much filtration you need to keep a room like this going? You know, uh, going. A whim. Yeah, we're going. A hope and a whim. whim. <laughs> really? You know, you, you you put it in. Uh, uh, we put this smoker in. I got a nice guy, Stewart, who takes care of them for me. Uh, he puts in. It's Basically a gigantic ionic breeze on a, mm -hmm. uh, obviously today. He changed the filter yesterday, I think it was, so that I think they might still be a little damp. That's why it's so smoky today, but it happens like that. Uh, but if it gets real heavy and I get a big crowd, I got a big exhaust fan to Right, because if you got like a dozen guys in here all smoking at the It'll same get time, it's a yeah. lot of smoke. It'll you know? get thick yeah. quick. It really so, is. So uh, uh, it's... You know, uh, most of us don't mind. We're sitting in here in a right. smoky environment. We know what we're doing anyway. Now, sure. I'd, I'd like to keep it clear most time because sometimes you get women in here that, sure. you know, they're here to buy something for their husband. They're not here to walk out smelling like a smokestack. Which sure, exactly. I understand that, and I can, I can and I appreciate that. So I try to make sure it works. But uh, now, realistically, you measure the size of the room and you put in the equipment that's necessary. They, there's so much of it out there, but. Uh, this one works great for us, by and large, most of the time. My cigar is warming up really nicely. I'm starting to get a more complex uh, layers of flavors, and um, I'm I'm loving it. Little little bit of a chocolatey feel to it, actually. Uh, uh, how are you doing on the? I've got there, mine yeah. has a lot of chocolate, and mine's a good solid medium right now. Um, and uh, I'm just just still into the first third of the cigar. It's a pretty decent sized cigar. Um, but it's it's got a little bit of pepper, but a lot of chocolate coming out of it. Brad, what are you smoking? Um, He's trying to remember. <laughs> what he that's the thing when you it's have. Like this. I just grab one out well, of my humidor. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I think it's a Nika Rustica. I think a it's Nika what I picked Rustica. up. Okay. Uh, made by Drew Estate. It's a smoke, as you can see. It's a yeah, smoky uh, cigar. Yeah, very much uh, so. I love Drew Estate though. They just 
produce such good quality they cigars. Do. Their undergrounds are so good, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, li- I like that a lot. Uh, but this one, is, it's just got a nice woodsy, earthy smoke to it. It's, I don't know, uh, a little spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, you, you beat your palate up enough, you almost can't taste some up sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> I think this is my third cigar for the day. I, I see, up, there you go. I was up at 5.15 this morning smoking a uh, Añejo in my garage so, uh, see uh, can't that's smoke cigars to, all day if you don't start early that's right that's right that's, right. <laughs> that's reason enough to get up early so uh so uh so when you are um you know when you're here obviously you're gonna smoke several cigars a day i'm guessing uh so you walk in the humidor how do you how do you make that selection like how do you choose what what you're gonna have today well let me temper that with one quick question, too. Have you smoked them all yet? All of them. Okay. Well, everything in there. I've, I've smoked everything in there at least once, most of them twice, Except just to make sure. Except for that one, because yep. I have <laughs> not lit one of those yet. You're going to love this, by the I'm way. I'm sure going to oh. go. I, I like a, a darker, fuller, richer, more robust cigar. Um, that's, that's, that's my cup of tea. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Whether it be morning, noon, or night, I'm going to smoke something that kind of sets you on your cheeks for yourself. Right, so, right, right. Uh, of course... Uh, that being said, I smoked that, uh, what's that, the uh, Hoya de Nicaragua Antonio Dark Corojo. And I have to say it was the strongest cigar I've ever smoked. Really? Stronger than like I, a La Flor Dominicana? Uh, that makes it seem like a candy cigarette. Wow. <laughs> I, I, have, I have never smoked anything that strong. It, on the label it says extra full bodied. And... <laughs> It has been. I haven't smoked. There's not even a level for that, right? (laughs) No, I haven't even. I I haven't smoked a cigar that set me down like that since I first started doing this in '98. So, uh, which was the running joke is see what can make make Brad sit down. Yeah. You know, back then I smoked two, three, four packs of cigarettes a day, and since gave that 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 ugly habit up. But uh, I love my cigars, and everybody was, hey, let's see what you know. Let's see see what what can make. See what he can smoke, you know. So, and it's been a long time since I had one actually make me sweat and that one even though it's a toro took me a few hours to smoke wow it, was, it actually made me look up and go who i really should have ate a steak with this <laughs> yeah. so i have a question like uh you know a lot of times you end up uh relighting cigars because i'm sure you get busy and stuff like that what are the best cigars like the least amount of penalty for relight huh i never put much thought to it i guess uh because some uh, some relight really well and you don't get well, you're much right about that. Some there are some, some that don't. get super bitter on yeah, the relight. Some of them yeah. don't. Some of them taste stale and bitter when you I'd try agree to relight. With that. Uh, my buddy over here, he, he said, you know, Oliva Milanio, yeah, that one lights, relights well. Uh, yeah. Padron almost always, especially the 64 to 26 series, mm-hmm. almost always relights well. Uh, I'm a little bit of a caveman, I guess, because I really like to have a cigar that. I light a cigar at nighttime before I leave here. I, I light one at about 6.15, 6.30. I smoke an inch or two out of it, and I set it in my ashtray because I want that for in the morning. Interesting. I, like huh. I, I roll the ash off. I blow the smoke out of it before I mm-hmm. leave it sit down. That way it doesn't just get that tart you know, right, taste right. that you'll get You're from right, a relight. Right. But once I blow through it and roll the ash off and set it down, it goes out nice and cleanly. And then when I get here in the morning, that first light up, that – it's just such a nice, it's robust. It's got a nice, robust. Yeah, it's got a real peppery spice. Yes. I, I like a a bolder coffee, so I like a bolder cigar starting out my day. Well, uh, if, if you like a bolder coffee, I'll be interested to see what you think of our first uh, beer we're trying here. It's not exactly coffee, but it is a tres leches milk stout. 
And I got this because I know Ian lo- loves stouts and porters, and I love Tres Leches cake, so I thought this should, this should work for for all of us. But it, it's a darker beer, but I have a feeling it's not going to be that strong. It's going to be more about just uh, um, flavor. yeah, flavor. So it should be should be an interesting thing to sample. Whoa. I almost lost that beer. Nah, that nah, would I like not a, have been I, good. I like a good stout. I'm not yeah. real. I'm not real uh, partial to any of your IPAs. I've yeah, you're not a hops those. guy. Yeah, just not a hoppy guy. I don't like my beer to hop. But uh, <laughs> it, now stouts, I've I've found that I really enjoy. I don't have too many of them very often because well, that, that becomes problematic. I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. This smells great. Just on the first, uh, uh, on the first sort of noseful, got uh, sort of a. You know, definitely that milky sweetness. We'll it see. Does. I, I'm what Almost I'm curious. Almost a cocoa kind of smell to it as well. Right. Well, what I'm curious is is how this calling itself tres leches, do, how does it compare to just a quote unquote normal milk stout? Does it have a different flavor? Or is it just another good milk stout? It's got a brightness to the flavor that you almost don't expect, but it's it's sweet and it's really delicious. Definitely sweet on the on the finish too. Quickly. Yeah. I, More I like coffee-ish that. up front and sweet on the back. Lots of chocolate in that. Lots of yeah. chocolate flavors, cocoa flavors yeah. towards the end of it especially. Works real well with this, uh, with this my father's cigar I'm smoking, I can tell you that. I found I like same with this. Uh, more chocolatey stouts. Uh, Young's Double Chocolate is one of oh, my that's favorites. A yeah, that's a great uh, stout. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. As long as you get it off tap. If you don't get it off tap, I don't think it's worth it. Uh, <laughs> they've got those little gadgets in there i guess widgets or whatever that right they're supposed to aerate it appropriately i I just i don't think it does it any justice uh but off tap it comes out so creamy and but this beer it's very reminiscent this is brazos yeah it's brazos valley brewing company uh from here in texas and it's a uh it's a brewery i wasn't that familiar with this is um it's getting to where now when i go in the uh, specs downtown i kind of make a beeline for the end aisle display they have where you can assemble all your Texas. own uh, six packs and they're right. also it, it, it's not all texas on in that area but but it's but it's, texas, but it's yeah. filled with texas beers and i'm always finding things in there that i haven't uh, tried and i've actually started stockpiling some uh, december and christmas ales for our christmas ale show that we're going to be uh doing the week before christmas but uh but this is really good i i'm finding i'm liking this um, a lot this is made in the same uh town as bluebell ice cream Oh, that's uh, that's Brenham, Texas. It is. I just want to let Bobby know that we lost the clock for some reason, so I don't know how, how far we, away we are from break. But, uh, but no, this is good. I like it. W- what's your thoughts? You're more of a stout guy than I am. Well, first so. off, without that clock, we could ramble on forever. Yes, but <laughs> but this <laughs> he's not going to let us. He has to edit that stuff. Uh, yeah, this is fantastic. I'm actually making sure that I memorize this can because I will be buying this again. Oh, my wife's going to really enjoy this, too. Yeah, it's, it's She's good. a huge fan of uh, stouts, and my brother as well loves stouts. So I'll I think make I'm gonna, sure I have some of this for I think I'm going to pick some up for my Christmas party this week. Yeah, yeah that's good. Christmas isn't it? party yeah. here, wouldn't it? Yeah. That would go real well with it sitting really out the cold would. around it, a fire. It really goes mm-hmm. well with my cigar selection, too. So we're going to be sampling uh, a, a, a no-label fifth anniversary barley wine that uh, uh, Ian brought in, and I've also also brought us a Pampero Anniversario Extra Añejo Rum, which I think may pair well with these cigars. So uh, we'll sample those coming up and more from McCoy's Fine Cigars, downtown Houston on Sip, Smoke, and Savor. On the beach in Hawaii.
Welcome back to Sip, Smoke, and Savor. Craft beers, fine cigars, and uh, craft spirits as well. Now, we talk, you know, we talk cigars and spirits and beers, and we're planning a pipe show, and, and I think we might next year do a wine show, just like a one-off, uh, and have a wine expert come in. And uh, I like wine. I just don't know that much Same about here. it. Same so, here. I have to have someone uh, else pick it for right, me. Exactly. So that might be, a, might be a fun show to do. So we'll talk about those things. We'll talk about really almost anything. We've talked about TV shows. We've talked about girls. We've talked about just about anything. The one thing, we, one place we really don't go on the show is politics. Because I just figure that's not what people come to this show for. That's right. right. Whatever this your is, politics are. This is a are, break from that. Right. Whatever your politics are, this is where, you know, left and right, Republican and Democrat, independent, whatever, all come together to enjoy a cigar and a drink together, right? Right. So, so I want to m- mention that because the reason I wanted to do this next uh, quick story that's in the news today is because of its impact potentially on cigars. So regardless of how you feel about the recent presidential election, happy or not happy, you probably will be happy if you're a cigar fan uh, that President-elect Trump has selected uh, Tom Price from Georgia uh, to be the next secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services. And the reason you should be happy about that is that that's the department that oversees a lot of health-related initiatives and agencies, most notably the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, which has been given, uh, you know, survey over cigars now. The reason we're going to be happy is Price, uh, the gentleman from Georgia who's an orthopedic surgeon, is a cigar smoker, and he has uh, supported previous efforts to exempt premium cigars from FDA control, even co-sponsoring a bill that uh, went out a few years ago trying to do that. So it feels like maybe we have an ally in the president's cabinet. And that's the reason I wanted that's to, nice to, to bring this up. Yes. I, need that, I need a little sound effects thing with a little clapping. In the yeah, middle. that's right. We didn't bring it along, did we? Uh, his nomination does have to be confirmed by the Senate, but I don't expect uh, that to be a problem. Uh, so anyway, so that, that's good, right? Uh, Trump's not a cigar smoker, so there's that. But he does... Uh, he does have a cigar smoker in this position, and so that's a for for cigar lovers. I'd say that's got to be good news. That is good to hear. I want to I want I want to get this on the mic here. Let's oh see. yes, you're opening this bottle of rum. This is uh, this is a really interesting Pampero Anniversario Extra Añejo rum. Oh, see, that's there you good. go. Now mm-hmm. I just want to point out. I noticed like if you bring whiskey in, mm-hmm. or if you bring uh, you know uh, various other liquors in, usually the bottle is sealed. You know. Um, but when you bring when rum in, when yes. I bring rum in, it's open. When, when you bring <laughs> rum in, there's always a little bit out of the top. I see. <laughs> That's good. Yes, I will admit I did try uh, some of this with a cigar earlier, so I'll be I'll be trying it as if I were trying it for the first time. But uh, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Sorry, I was uh, so yeah. We're pouring we're here. pouring and passing out drinks. So if yes. you hear. The, the, hear, the, uh, the cigar mouth or the yes. pause, that's what we're doing. Speaking of the cigar, I am uh, really, really enjoying this cigar, and I will be leaving with some of these today. Uh, this is the well, Maduro of the, yes, the Flor de las Antillas. This, no, it's really good. It's I'll really to, good. I'll have to make sure I try one. I, I think you're going to enjoy this I picked one up do. a couple boxes of them of each size just to... Mainly because the naturals are so well-received. Uh, yes, yes. Um, my father, in general, has been an extremely successful line, both 
with their quality and with their sales, haven't they? Yes. I, what I learned from my rep, which is always good when you have a good rep that's very informed and can tell you all the things you need to know, is my father is one of the fastest growing uh, boutique cigar companies out there. I don't think I've ever had a bad product. They 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 have grown more than five times over the course of the last three years as far wow. as production. Uh, well, they haven't been out that long either, things. have they? Uh, you know, I can't. I, I, don't get me to line. I Four don't know. Five exactly. years. Yeah, like yeah. it, has, yeah. it hasn't been a long time. Because so. I kind of remember when they launched it, they they did a big promotional. Um, you know, you'd see it in the magazines and stuff like that. Yeah, it's they they everything they've done is has reached top expectations. Uh, anytime one hits your shelf, you know that it's going to be sold. Yeah, it's going to sell. You know, yeah, and it from top to bottom, uh, everything they make is smooth. It's it's quality. It burns perfectly. Uh, you can't ever fuss about the, the the stuff they make. So before we uh, sample the rum, I wanted to ask you a question about that. As a person who's responsible for stocking your humidor for your customers, uh, is there, like if you're a new cigar shop just opening, is it like hard to get a lot of stuff? Yes. Like how is it? Uh, yes. Obviously, you've been in business for a few years now. Uh, is is it still even sometimes difficult yes. to get things yes. that you want? You, uh, how does that work? You, you got to go in and basically... Uh, beg them, you know, uh, <laughs> please give me an account uh, and be willing to stay on top of it and represent right. their product for them. Uh, they they don't want to put a lot of these, especially the newer boutique companies, they don't want their product in places where, you know, they're not going to put them up front and talk about them. And, right. They want to be featured. They, and, they, need, yeah. they need that upfront publicity, I guess you would say, uh, just so get out there get our name out there and but in turn in the same same term they work with you too they they do a lot of advertising and things like that so they'll come to events in your shop and things like that yeah so they don't they don't want you to get their product you know new into their store and then set it on the back bottom corner off in the you know somewhere where it's you know out of the limelight you know no one likes dusty cigars right right and i i will confess i don't spend nearly as much time scanning the lower shelves uh, as I does. do and, the the and, higher shops, and know? honestly, that's unfortunate because everything there's good stuff in the lower Something has yeah. to go on the bottom, yeah, right. and it's not necessarily bad stuff that's on the bottom. Now, uh, doesn't mean that there's never bad stuff on the bottom. But sometimes it's just <laughs> something that's rotating out slowly but surely, and that's yeah, they, it, it gets put off in the bottom corner somewhere, but. Uh, it, not always, not always. Does it happen occasionally that you buy something to stock and then you kind of realize, oh, this one wasn't that good. Like, yeah, how does. do I get that, rid of all these cigars? We, we, you know, everybody buys a dud. Every cigar shop owner out there will tell you, we buy a dud. Uh, we buy a bunch of duds because you, you got to buy a bunch of duds to find one gem. Right. Yeah, you know? yeah sure. Uh, Press enough coal, you will find a diamond. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's give this rum a try. I have a feeling this will not so, be a dud. This is an extra añejo, which is the has, the largest aging uh, classification. This has rum very very vanilla bean on the yes, vanilla yes. bean on the nose, big time, and the some spice too. The fragrance, yeah, is spice and vanilla. I agree. It's very uh, and it smells a little stronger. Than some of the rums yeah, that we've tried. Would that. you agree? I agree with that. All right, so uh, we'll just take a sip here. Yeah, sweet. You have a little like bit that. of. Uh, you're a little ahead of us on this too. I am. What here's here's what I uh, my initial uh, uh, take on this rum was that I very much like it. It surprised me at how much kick it has because it kicks almost more like a uh, a single malt or or something a that's a good bourbon. Yeah, a good bourbon, right. Uh, and a lot of times by the time you get to the añejo 
or the extra añejo rum, they are so smooth that it's you know they're so easy to drink. You almost don't get that feeling like you're drinking a no, stronger I, I spirit. I like that. I like the bite. But this the, has got a bite, bite to it. This is good. Yeah, this has got a little heat that develops right mm. at the right at the point when you swallow. Yeah, I was and, just uh, right at midpoint. Yeah, but it's not unpleasant. It's not harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very nice. But there's so much like the molasses flavor that happens when you take a sip of this is if huge. You, if you swallow fairly quickly, you'll also get heat out your nose when you exhale. That's what which she is said. kind of an interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Why does Sorry, that line? I could, I could that not line always that line works. Every I time resist, I could not resist that. <laughs> that line works that every line time. Always works. And on the I rare occasion that. where that line will not work, you can always say, "So is your face." <laughs> <laughs> These are just life lessons. Uh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, it pairs very nicely with a cigar. Here's what I uh, my my take on this, and it's pairing beautifully with this. My father, but uh, the the heat uh, in the drink happens and then dissipates, and what you're left with is, you know, a little bit of that vanilla and the molasses mm-hmm. that you're talking about, and that is just such a good pairing with a spicier cigar. There's almost a little dryness to the aftertaste too. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. And this cigar that uh, that I'm smoking, this is the uh, Holiday Keg from Quesada, has a lot of chocolate to it, and the molasses and the chocolate are blending really well mm-hmm. together. Like they're like these things might actually be made to. To go together, and there's some chocolate notes to this one that I'm smoking as well. So the the uh, the pairing is just really nice. I I neglected to mention that the Pompero uh, Anniversario Extra Añejo uh, comes in what I call a rum condom. It's a it's a leather pouch, which makes me think of something that you might discover while you were at the Renaissance Festival yes. on your way. It, it looks the quest like something. For you would, yes, it looks yes. like something you would tie to your. Kilt strap. Yeah, yes, but uh, I think I might have made I, that up. But I like it because it's easy to find in the bar. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, when you when you open up your bar, because my uh, my bar at home has like wooden doors on the front, so you right? Can't, you can't see through. So you, you open up the doors, and there's all the spirits, and you're like, oh, there it is. You know, it hasn't vanished with all the other bottles. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, I need to come to his house if his bar stops like yeah, that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Where their bottles are vanishing, I can yeah. come help you with that. Yeah. Okay, that's this place is awesome. He's got liquor and cigars. Yeah, no, it, it's, we we had a good time, and we I've told the story before, but it's actually how the show started because uh, Ian has uh, known uh, my wife. I got married uh, this year. Ian's known my wife for many years through the music community. Uh, and uh, my wife said, "Oh, you got to meet uh, this guy. You'll you'll just really love him." And so we had Ian and his then girlfriend, now wife, uh, over to the house for dinner, and we wound up on the balcony smoking cigars and drinking uh, craft beers. Yes. And then we just started talking back and forth about this stuff. And it was then the light bulb kind of went off in my head. I was like, "This could be a show. This could totally be a show because <laughs> this guy can hold his own." You know, so uh, so that's where it all came from. And you know, we started with a couple of basic things. We wanted to make sure that we were you know representing the cigar and spirit and craft beer community accurately and we wanted samples and that's samples. basically yeah that's basically how it all happened so we're in it for samples. all right speaking of samples we're going to sample barley wine in the next segment and i have a lot more cigar questions for you so it's sip smoke and savor thank you for listening we'll be right back
And it's Sip, Smoke, and Savor. This is the show that's all about craft beer, fine cigars, and uh, craft spirits. My name is Cruz. My host, uh, my co-host is Ian Barry, and uh, we are hanging out with Brad from McCoy's Fine Cigars. We're at McCoy's in downtown Houston, uh, right on Capitol Street. And I promised, I teased with this, so I wanted to, I wanted to deliver. Um, the Devil is in the Craft Beer uh, is the title of the story. Uh, it uh, comes from the news, a Texas church in the town of Canyon, which is part of the metro area of Amarillo, apparently. I've not been to Canyon, but uh, they published an ad recently in the Canyon newspaper calling craft beer, quote, the devil's craft and urging huh. sobriety and including a verse from the Bible uh, purporting the notion that Jesus was an early prohibitionist. Now, I'll get to that in a second. Um, but I've always thought, like, if you have some, like, strongly held religious belief whose mind has ever been changed what guy was about to open a fine craft beer but then he turned to page seven of the canyon news saw that ad and went oh well i shouldn't have this beer then like really like what does that accomplish you know what i mean no man in their right mind would pay attention that if you pay attention to your history beer saved man well that's exactly right the only way we lived through foul stagnant dirty filthy waters and things that we couldn't drink was because we learned how to ferment beer and so we wouldn't die from dehydrations and that's things absolutely of that nature. correct so the only it's way absolutely. we lived was beer safe man and i'll tell you this too i i grew up in sunday school so let me now debunk this church pastor's uh uh thing that he says uh about you know there's there's the story of Jesus turning the water into wine right. in the Bible, right? So this church pastor, and I've heard this argument before, says, well, it wasn't really wine. It was, that's translated as the fruit of the vine. So it's really just grape juice, and it's not it's, fermented. It's grape juice that's been sitting around for a while. Yeah, well, I, I, I can debunk that right now. Something like that. The story in the Bible where Jesus turns the water in the, into wine tells of him going to a wedding. And mm-hmm. at this wedding, they had the casks of wine, but they began to run out. And the wedding was still, the wedding reception was still in full swing. And so that's when Jesus went to these casks of water and, according to the story in the Bible, turned the water into wine. Now, most people have heard that story, but there's a little more to it. After Jesus turns the water into wine, the people at the wedding comment on how good the wine is. And it says this in the Bible. It says that the people said something to this effect. I won't quote it exactly, but they said at most weddings, people don't save the good wine for last. They save the cheap wine for last because people are already have already been drinking the other wine. So in other words, they save the cheap wine for when people are already getting tipsy and drunk. That's right. And otherwise, there would be no point to that part of the story. So it's obvious that the wine in this story was, in fact, fermented because otherwise no one would... You would think. Yeah, yes. yeah. otherwise that, that wouldn't make sense. Uh, by the way, there's a, uh, a tap room uh, in that area, the Imperial Tap Room. Uh, they heard the message loud and clear. They offered patrons a dollar off their tab if they brought the ad in. <laughs> and they said, we'll give you a dollar off for every one you bring, so feel free to bring in multiple ones, they said. Uh, that was in their Facebook post, which said, come enjoy some devilishly tasty craft beer and or wine 
grape juice with booze I have never, uh, with us. I have never in my life opened a craft beer and thought to myself, this makes me want to worship Satan. Yeah, no. I, although I will say that sometimes the, uh, the front of some of the uh, stone brewing ones, that, that's a sort of a, uh, a, of a tough looking yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> demonic dude on there. But no, I still didn't want to worship Satan when I had it. But I think they're uh, going for attitude, not Satanism. I think you're. I think you're probably right. I I've think you're probably right. Of, I've had enough of them to think that you know maybe Satan might have whooped me while I had them. But <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Uh, Ian, you brought a uh, barley wine. Tell us about this. This is from well, No Label, right? This is this is the fifth anniversary barley wine from No Label, and um, I love barley wines. I absolutely one of my favorite styles of beer: Scotch ales, barley mm-hmm. wines. I love malty beers, and barley wines. Um, in general, are such a big flavor, such a big... They work well with cigars, of, generally, yes, too. Yes, a lot of sweetness. A lot of times you get, like, raisin and date kind of mm-hmm. in the flavor. And a lot of the darker flavors that you... Uh, oh, I said darker flavors. Maybe there's devil in this. Oh, it could be. It could be. <laughs> See, that's what happens. <laughs> so, but this... Right. You know, I saw this on the shelf, and it's no label, so it's a local... Uh, local uh, just outside of Houston there in Katy, I believe, right? That's right. And... Um, and uh, barley wines, by the way, are not something you sit down and drink a whole bunch of. So this is a bomber, and we're going to split this because right. they're generally in the 8% and above All right, so while well. you open that up and pour. Oh, I don't know if you picked up the sound of that uh, bottle cap falling all the way on the floor, but that was good. It, is, uh, it ain't the first one that's hit the floor in here. I promise you that. Uh, tell me, um, you, uh, Brad, you've obviously uh, smoked just about every cigar that's in your humidor. Um Tell me, um, give me an idea of a couple that are great, like outstanding, that are, let's say, six bucks or less. Like, if I'm coming in and going, yeah, I don't want to break the bank, but I want something really good. Oh, what I'd direction have, do you point me? Goodness, I'd have to put a thought to that. Um, okay. Six bucks or less. Wow, with, the, with all the new FDA pricing and stuff, that's Yeah, kinda, that, that does I, get tougher, and we'll talk about that, li- too. That makes it a little bit tougher to, to come up with the idea. Um, but let's, okay, so let's just say a less expensive. What, what less expensive cigars strike you as being really in the – Sort of in the in the flavor and taste realm of Casa Magna. something more expensive. Casa Magna, uh, they, they they come out with also they like the same people to do the Oktoberfest. They come yeah. out with the mm-hmm. Jalapa Claro, I, I, yeah, Jalapa Claro that they came out with. Um, it, it's a six seven dollar cigar, right. and it 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 lets you think that wow, I'm smoking a a much more expensive cigar. Good quality, it medium, nice. Just earthy, musky notes to them. Uh, very well made. A lot of flavor, um, and you really do. You think, wow, this is this this could, this could cost more. Yeah, that's this, one of my favorite things to do is discover a less expensive cigar that tastes like a cigar maybe twice its price. We have, you know, you know on the show here, uh, we have our price versus quality scale. You know, and it's nice because like a Padron forty fifth anniversary, you're going to pay a lot for it, right? But it really is that good. It really is that but good. But sometimes you get something that you pay maybe $6 for that you would be happy. Like after you smoke You're it, happy it's with so your good six bucks. you would have yeah. been happy smoking that cigar if it was a $10 cigar easily. You know, and that's a high, uh, that's a high price, you know, it a is. high it is. scale on, on that, or a high point on that scale. Sorry, I can't talk. By the way, this, uh, this cigar that I'm smoking, the, uh, uh, the new Maduro uh, from my father... I would put. I think this was eight fifty, uh, uh, somewhere uh, yes. in that neighborhood, right around there. Uh, I would still put this at a very high 
price to quality because well, a, it's that good. The, I mean, it's it's even this the could natural easily, same way. It's it's one of those ones that you you smoke it. And yeah, hence the reason why it made cigar of the year. What a couple years ago, yeah. I guess it was. Uh, it made cigar of the year because you lit it and you went, wow, this is a great smoke. And even though it's a seven dollar cigar, you're you're, you're thinking, wow, I'm smoking a much, much finer cigar than yeah. that. If this were a 14 elaborate. or $15 cigar, I wouldn't feel like I had overpaid. Right. And that's the price to quality that, uh, so, that you're talking and it's about. Always fine, it's always fun to find something that's that's in that lower price point that smokes like something. Like I also think of it as, you know, you've got your cigars, and then between, say, $6 and $12, I think of as premium, and then above that kind of goes into super premium. Yes. So it's always nice to find one that's in one scale but smokes like the next scale. So yeah, that's the, the, the – my father did their cigar the year this year. That was the right. Le Bajou, I guess is how you say it. Uh, mm-hmm. Not real good with pronouncing all those sometimes. <laughs> as long as I've done this, I still don't get it right all the I think, time. I think you're pretty good, actually. But, but uh, uh, I mean, it's, a, it's an $11 cigar that – you know, honestly, smokes like a eighteen dollars. Like an eighteen dollars cigar, cigar. Uh, exactly. So I've had a I've had a few fifteen twenty dollars cigars that I went, wow, I wouldn't pay five dollars. Right, this. exactly, yeah. and that's the ones that right. really do get they get the low they get the low end of that scale definitely. So let's uh, sample some barley wine. This we have a couple of minutes left on the show. Very much the raisin, uh, yeah, sort of date smell to the uh, to the it, beer. It has a very traditional barley wine smell to it, but uh, on initial taste, it's a little hoppier than I would have expected from a yes, barley wine. Yes, I agree. I can especially like. The aftertaste is hot, yes. like an IPA almost. Yes, so, I, I, can, I can honestly say it's the first time I've ever had a barley wine, and it is very, it's tart. Yeah. Uh, which, yep. which, well, which and this is this IPA is unusual because most barley wines most are barley much wines, sweeter. Yeah, you get a more molasses and, and more raisin, rounder body and, right. than this one. Yeah, this, this one is, has a kick to it for sure. Uh, and if you don't like hoppier beers, this is not your barley wine to try. Right, probably. right. And uh, most, but this is unusual for a barley wine. There's a there's a few out there that are hoppy barley wines, but they're usually labeled labeled that as way, such. Well, know? I will say, as an IPA guy, I love this. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is pretty good. I I, I don't um, I don't know that I absolutely love it, but it's certainly drinkable. Um, yes. I like a more traditional barley wine, generally right, speaking. It's a little sweeter, but yeah. it's not bad. I like the hoppiness is is nice. Uh, it's just it's not, not overbearing. What, it might just be that yeah. it might just be that I wasn't expecting. it. I think that's probably part of it. And uh, by the way, uh, we are talking. I may mentioned this early in the show. We are talking with No Label about coming on and uh, bringing some of their beers to sample uh, in an upcoming show, probably in uh, probably in January. So we're looking forward to that uh, to hanging with those guys. Some some really good guys, and they have developed. This is the first time I've tried this, but I've had a number of their beers. They've developed a great pale horse, a great line of beers. Love the pale horse. So, well, it has been a blast. I'm sorry we're actually running out of time. It's been a blast being here at McCoy's Fine Cigars downtown Houston. I recommend this shop highly. It is my go-to cigar shop, and I uh, I uh, enjoy coming in here. And I uh, certainly appreciate. That. Got some great smokes the last time I was here. Love the humidor. Great place to relax. And uh, Brad, thank you for being on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. We appreciate, I appreciate it. it. We'd, we'd love to do this again. Uh, we are out of time. We will not be able to sample the um, Anthony Bourdain Mumford and Sons IPA on this show. We didn't so we'll have, have time to, for that. We'll have to push that to next show. So uh, sorry about that, uh, folks. Thank you for listening and uh, happy holidays to you. Uh, pipes next week. Pipes it's going to be exciting. Uh, have a great week, my friends, and cheers. It's Sip, Smoke, and Savor. Cheers. Cheers. Cashing in the Bill of Rights Human army surplus Or refusing of the light